so crazy. Cat lady, minivan mom who never stops talking. She is a dork and I think that she's hilarious. She is one of my best friends and I love her. Hi, welcome to This Is Melissa podcast and I am your host, Melissa Johnson. And this is episode one, take 100. Just kidding. Anyways, um, so before I tell you about what this podcast is all about, I'm just going to tell you a couple of stories first. Um, Starting with last year, I decided that I was going to start a podcast. So I created an account on the Blog Talk Radio. I got a microphone. And I got my friend who I decided was going to do the podcast with me. But turns out like our schedules just didn't really mesh well. And so I kind of just gave up on it. And I was a little bit scared of doing it anyways. And I kind of just used our schedules as a reason to not do it. So I canceled my account and took the microphone back and decided to just forget about it. Well, then I guess like a month, a month and a half ago, I went to um, see my life coach and she brought up the podcast again and I told her that I'd already given up on the idea. I already took my microphone back and I just wasn't going to do it. And she suggested that I do it, but this time do it on my own so that way there's no excuse for me to um, not do a podcast. I can't blame somebody else's schedule on the reason why I can't do something. And um, so I decided to go ahead and start doing it. And that's and that's how this started. Um, I had already I was like, well, I'm just not ready. You know, it's not going to be perfect. I don't know what I'm doing. And um, she was like, well, you're really not ever going to not be scared. So why don't you just do it anyways? And um, kind of just learn as you go. So that's kind of what I'm doing now is just learning as I go, trying to figure this out. Like I have no clue. This is going to be completely not perfect. It's going to be a mess, I'm guessing. I don't know. I have no expectations. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know who's going to listen or if anybody will listen. I don't know. So no expectations, just um, just going with it. Okay, second story that I want to tell you before I tell you what this podcast is about is... Um, today is March 1st that I'm recording this and it's been a really, really freaking rough week. Um, so on Monday, on Monday I decided, uh, oh, okay. So on Monday I got a letter in the mail that told me that all of my tax return, um, went to the Department of Education. Okay. So that is my fault. I did not I wasn't keeping up with my payments. I get it. It's my fault. It was in default. So they took my tax return. And I was expecting a pretty large sum because I am a single mom. I'm head of household, um, just in childcare and all of that stuff. Anyways, so I was going to get a pretty good chunk of change. And um, so it came as an extreme shock when I got that letter on Monday that I was not going to be getting my tax return because I had kind of been spending money like I was about to get a good chunk of change in my account. So um, I found that out on Monday, like about one o'clock in the afternoon. And I had a little, I, I had a little bit of a breakdown, but I had to be at my kid's school at two o'clock that afternoon to meet with 
the librarian who is okay so he is in charge of the garage band after school program which my son is in and I'm recording these episodes on the garage band and I asked him if I could go up to the school and he could help me he is the brother of um, one of the clean life clean home recipients which is my nonprofit which I will tell you about um, so that's how I know him is because um, his brother is in recovery and he's um, was a clean life clean home recipient and then I found out that my son wanted to do the garage band after school program um, and that he was the one that was teaching it so I was like okay cool so I asked him if he could help me um, so on Monday one hour after I got the letter that I was not getting my tax return I had to um, put a happy face on and um, clear clean up my face go up to the school and um, and he was going to help me with my first two episodes which which is episode one which is me and then episode two which is my interview with Re Rebecca Boyd so I was like I really need you to help me with the intro and like some background music and how to like put it all together basically I just need you to help me with everything because I don't know what I'm doing um so we go up there and he was like okay well, let's go ahead and start editing episode one which is what this is um, so the first time that I tried to record episode one, somebody showed up at my house unexpectedly in the middle of me recording and um, kind of just threw me off. So I was like, okay, well, obviously that episode wasn't meant to be, so delete. Um, so then I guess like a week ago, I decided to, actually, no, 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 on Sunday, on Sunday, I decided to um, record episode one again. And I recorded it, and it was perfect. It went really good. I was like, okay, this is awesome. Um, and then when I got up to the library with the librarian, and we looked for episode one that I recorded on Sunday, and guess what? It did not record. So after, this is like an hour and a half after I got, an hour and a half after I got the letter, about my tax return, I find out that my episode one did not freaking record, and I was like, really? Okay, can I, like, is this serious? Is, like, this real life? I know um, this cannot be real life. <laughs> so, um, that's okay. I had to, like, keep it together and not have, like, another little breakdown. I was already, like, just not in a good place. Um, so we went ahead and edited um, episode two, which is re with Rebecca Boyd, and I decided, okay, well, I will just record it again and hope that this time nobody shows up unexpectedly and then it records. So, okay, I'm just hoping this is recording. Um, so anyways, those are the two stories that I wanted to tell you before I tell you what this Melissa, this is Melissa podcast is about. Um. And let me tell you, I did think about quitting and be like, oh, well, I, it's just not meant to be. I'm just not going to do it. But oh, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to have that attitude. I'm just going to keep moving forward with this and, and just learn as I go. No expectations. So here we are. Boom. Episode one. So this is Melissa podcast will be me interviewing women that are changing the world in their own little area of the world, their own little corner of the world, that are just doing things to better their community, that are following their dreams, following their hearts, basic, that are in recovery from drugs and alcohol, because I'm in recovery from alcohol and drugs, and 
Um, basically just women that inspire me and women that have been a part of my life, women that inspire me, women that are just basically like badasses and are, you know, just following their hearts, following their dreams. So, um, I will have a co-host every once in a while, which is Rebecca Boyd, who will be on episode two. She will be co-hosting with me every once in a while and with the interviews. And then we'll have some episodes that it's just me and her talking. And I haven't really decided like how often I'm going to be putting out the episodes, probably two a month for now. Um, so that's it. Basically, just women that I think that are badasses and that like inspire me. And I want to talk about recovery. I want to talk about kids, motherhood. I just want to talk about everything. Let's just get it all out there and speak our truth and and just tell it like it is. Um, so like a little bit about me, I'm Melissa Johnson. If you haven't like followed any of my story uh, online, I am in recovery from drugs and alcohol. I struggled mainly with alcohol. That was my drug of choice. I struggled for many, many years and tons and tons of consequences, like not pretty. It was not a pretty, it was not a pretty journey, but, um, when I, relapsed and I had a year sober and I relapsed in May of 2015. I got my children taken away for the second time by Child Protective Services. And um, that day I had I had left my son at the karate studio. I forgot that I left him there because I was so intoxicated. And um, I called the police to re- report him missing. And um, in the middle of my, the police being at my house, he called from the karate studio and I was like, oh, yeah, that's where he was. I completely forgot because I'm so intoxicated. And I had been having a really hard time up until that day. And I, it was kind of like a middle breakdown, a relapse slash middle breakdown. And I'll get into more of my story just like as we go along. But you can also read. Um, I started a blog four months after my children were taken away from me. Um, I had this. I surrendered in the courtroom because um, there was just this uh, moment where I just understood that it will never get better. There's always consequences. And not only am I suffering the consequences, but my kids are suffering the consequences. Um, And there was just this moment in the courtroom. There I was in the same courtroom, in the DHS courtroom, with the same lawyer and the same judge trying to figure out where my kids were going to live once again. Um, And it just hit me like, this is how it is. It's never going to get better. Um, And I knew then that I was going to do whatever it took. Actually, it took a couple of days for the fog to clear and for me to like really accept what had happened. Um, I was pretty, I was a mess for a couple of days. I was a mess the whole time my kids were gone, but the first couple of days were really intense. And I had told my mom at one point, I don't know, like the day after the day of that my kids were taken away that, um, the pain was too much and I wasn't going to be able to make it through this. Um, basically, you know, I, I did think about committing suicide because it was really, really painful, but that would be the easy way out. And I, and I just couldn't do that to my kids. I just couldn't do that to my kids. I'd already hurt them enough. And I'm just too damn stubborn to just, to let this 
beat me. I, I, I just, I surrendered. I surrendered and I, and all of a sudden, I'm not going to say all of a sudden, that's not how it was, but there was this, uh, my higher power telling me or showing me that, okay, now that you've surrendered, now that you are done, that, you know, like, I, I don't regret anything that happened because I really honestly believe that it all had to happen just exactly the way that it did. Um, my higher power told me that that long self-destructing chapter is over. Now you have to share your story to help others. And, um, I fought that. I really did. I was like, absolutely. Like, I'm just not going to do this, but I just, I just felt it like in my heart that I had to do it. And I told my mom, I said, I don't know why, but I feel like I have to start a blog. I don't know how to blog. I don't know what I'm doing. And I don't, I don't, I don't know why I have to do this, but like, I have to do it. And, um, had no clue, had no, no clue how to start a blog, how to do any of that. So I just did it. And I called it my truth starts here because I was finally was just going to share my truth openly for the whole world to know. And let me tell you, that was so, so freaking scary, but so, um, think of the word just so freeing it was so freeing to just get myself out there and surprisingly like the response was overwhelming love from women all over the place I am connected with women everywhere it is freaking amazing um so if you want to read about my story, I started, um, it's mytruthstartshere.org. I started four months after my kids were taken away and I basically just started writing just like whatever was going on, whatever was on my mind. And I just started writing about it and connected with many women that are in recovery. And I have this amazing tribe of women that I talk to every day. And it's just, it's been really amazing. Um, another cool thing is that all am Almost one year to the date that my kids were taken away, May 18th, 2016, my episode, episode 44 on the home podcast came out. Holly Whitaker had asked me to be on the podcast and like I freaking was like starstruck because I was like, I really, truly look up to Holly Whitaker and Laura McCowan. And, um, and so when they asked me to be on the podcast, I was like, hell yeah. Holly was like, think about it. I'm like, no, there's no thinking about it. Um, so you can also listen to that. I share my story, but, um, so this time around, I, I didn't have a sponsor. I, I decided to do recovery my way. I created my own path and that's, and there's a bunch of stuff in my toolbox, which I will talk about that on another day also. But, um, one of the, um, things that I went with this time, instead of doing a sponsor, I got a life coach. Um, and I'm going to be having her on the podcast also because I think she's amazing and she's been a huge part of my journey. Um, but almost a year sober, um, I guess my kids were still in foster care and I think they were like a month or two from coming home. They came back, um, they came home in May of 2016. Um, but I was having a little pity party and I went to my life, my life coach's, um, office and I was, and I had started like this, just started cleaning houses like randomly and just to make a little bit of extra income and have a little bit of a flexible schedule. So I was like kind of cleaning a couple of houses here and there during the week and then waiting tables on the weekend. 
And so I went to her and, you know, I was like, poor me. I'm just a waitress. All I do is clean houses. My kids are in foster care. I, you know, I'm in this program called Community Sentencing. You know, like, is it ever going to get better? And um, she was like, you need to start doing for something for women in recovery. You're cleaning houses. She's like, why don't you clean for women that are in recovery? And I was like, oh, my God, clean life, clean home. She was like, yeah, like clean houses for women that have gotten their kids back, that have been in the same position that you've been, but have like turned their lives around, like do something, like pay for it, be of service. And I was like, holy crap, that is freaking amazing. So that's exactly what I did. And I started in May, the my first, my one year sober date, May 19th, 2016, I cleaned for the first mom in recovery. She's actually a grandma in recovery too. And she, um, because of her sobriety was able to adopt her, um, grandchildren while her son struggled with his own addiction. And she was the first one. I was like, hi, um, can I come clean for you and interview you? Is that okay? (laughs) I didn't even know what I was doing, but, um, I got her name and number from the my kids' foster parents. She attends the same church that they do, um, Life Church, South Oklahoma City, and um, and that's how I got in contact with her. And then it just kind of like spiraled spiraled from there. Um, she nominated um, one of her sponsees, and then I cleaned for that for that woman. And then she nominated the next woman, and then you know so on and so on. And so May will be two years. I can't believe it's already been two years. Two years since um, the first day that I cleaned for um, a mom in recovery. And that has been a huge part of my recovery also. And it's pretty cool because my kids are really proud of it. They've come along a couple of times. And I've had a couple of moms pay it forward. You know, like I've cleaned for um, Amy Cornwell and Rebecca Boyd. And both of them have paid it forward um, at another house for another mom, which is like freaking amazing. Um so Rebecca Boyd is the one that I, I cleaned for her last October, and she will be my co-host sometimes, and she's episode two. So me and her like have similar stories. Um, I freaking love her, and I, you'll love her too, and she's helping out. She's on the board of Clean Life, Clean Home, and she's really already just helping out and already doing amazing things, so I'm excited about that. If you want to... Um, check out the website. It's Clean Life, Clean Home. And you can also find me on facebook.com slash clean life, clean home. You can also find me at facebook.com slash my truth starts here. My truth starts here. Um, but anyway, so yeah, my kids have been home. Uh, May will be two years. I still will talk to the foster parents. Um, you know, that first year that I didn't have my kids, it was really hard. It was really hard. I was charged with felony child neglect for, um, uh, for that day when I called the police on myself, um, they did an investigation and then charged me with felony child neglect. So, um, yeah, uh, I was looking at prison time because I, I have a background that's not pretty. You know, I've always been a drinker and driver, which I'm not proud of. Um, so I have that on my record. Um, but yeah, so I got lucky and they put me in a program called Community Sentencing, a two-year program, which I am forever grateful for. They like gave me a chance and they gave me another chance to really just get my life together instead of just throwing me in jail. And 
Whew, it was tough. It was tough. I did um, an ankle monitor. I did curfew for 30 or uh, three months. I did a curfew. I had to be home at nine o'clock every single night. Um, I did court once a month, mandatory AA meetings, drug and alcohol test. Um, oh, what else did I do? Oh, 150 hours community service, um, fines, fees, all that stuff. Yeah. It was tough, but I had already decided that I was willing to do whatever it took. Whatever was thrown at me, I was going to, whatever. I didn't care what it was. Whatever DHS threw at me, whatever the law threw at me, like I was going to do it. I didn't care what it was. If I had to go to prison, I was going to go to prison. But I would knew for a fact that I was not going to drink ever again. I was just not. I was just done. I was done hurting my kids. I was done hurting myself. And um, I just can't, I just don't want to do that anymore. And so... It's been a long road. It's been, you know, it hasn't been the easiest since my kids come home. It took my son a while to um, trust me again. He was very angry, obviously, for obvious reasons. He was extremely angry at me. And, um, you know, I just kept showing up. I kept showing up. I tell him I'm going to do something, and I do it. I tell him I'm going to show up, and I, sh- you know, I show up. And, um it's been, it's been a long road, but he's doing amazing. He is actually getting, um, last year he was in a different type of school, which is, um, half, half school, half therapy. Um, and nobody's allowed, allowed in the building. Um, unless you're there just for therapy, you know, you have to be buzzed in to get into the school and it took like 30 minutes to get there. And, you know, it was, it was difficult. It was really difficult. And, you know, I, I used to hear I hate you all the time. Like daily, I heard I hate you. And, but I've, I realized that, you know, he was hurt. I hurt him. And um, he was trying to hurt me too. And I understood that. It just made me just be able to look at things a little bit different to understand that he was trying to hurt me um, the way that I had hurt him. Um, but these days... We, um, it is amazing, our relationship. I do not hear I hate you anymore at all. All I hear is I love you. And he is no longer in this, um, in that school. He is in regular school. This time, this time last year, he was in that, um, positive changes in that, um, alternative school. He was on three different meds and he told me he hated me daily. Um, tomorrow he will be, Um, getting an award at the assembly in the morning for terrific kid and he is in a regular school and he's been off meds since last August and um, the foster mom is coming with me to watch him get his award (sighs) ah you know like really it has been a really long hard journey but man the rewards are amazing just putting one foot in front of the other and keep going it's it's freaking awesome. You know, not every day is easy. This week has been really freaking rough. You know, I've cried a lot. Um, but not one time did I ever think about drinking. It's amazing because I used to not be able to go without drinking at all. Like I thought about alcohol morning, noon, and night. I was constantly obsessing about when my next drink was going to be, um, does anybody notice that I'm drinking so much? You know, like, what's everybody thinking about me? Oh, my God. It was just constant obsessing, analyzing. You know, it, it was just, it, it was stressful. I and mean, this week, I just kind of, 
well, and I have a wonderful tribe of women that I reach out to. So anyways, that's what this Melissa, this is Melissa podcast is about is me, my journey, but then mainly just me talking to women that inspire me and, um, and hopefully will inspire you also. So I really hope this episode is recording, please God. Um, yeah, so next episode will be with Rebecca Boyd. If you want to find me online, um, it's the cleanlifecleanhome.com, mytruthstartshere.org. My new blog that I write on is thisismelissa.com. Um, if you want to donate to the podcast, you can go to PayPal and it's uh, under thisismelissajohnson at gmail.com. And, um, you can also donate to my nonprofit. It's 501c3 tax deductible. And, um, trying to see if there's anything else that I can think of. I don't know. I guess that's it. We'll see how this goes. No expectations. I'm excited. Um, next episode, Rebecca Boyd. And that is all that I have today. Thank you.